Hello and welcome to FNG1, the new guy's guide to the world of Formula One and motorsport. I am your co-host Chuck and with me as always is Sean. Howdy guys. Sean, uh, feelings. Are we just going to dive into feelings? Nothing more than feelings. How you doing there, Ferrari fan? It's been, I feel like you've been... You've been through it this week. I mean, if you were going to say Ferrari fan, I think I could say okay, but we have to No, I want to say Ferrari fan because I think it's important that we investigate all of the sides of this coin. <laughs> the less love child did the good thing. No, um I less love by you. I actually I, I have a little I have a little special place in my heart for for Carlos, but this was an adventure for the uh what is it they call it the dancing pony dancing horse the prancing horse dancing pony yeah i'm going with dancing pony (laughs) you'll get prancing horse when they dominate the next generation of these cars (laughs) yeah all this is gonna you know get paid back for the next seven years um how am i doing so i think you know i didn't really allude to it coming out of spain but I did have a slight bit of hope based on some of the sector timings coming out of Spain. This was your mistake. You I had know. hope. I, I tried to like downplay it too. And then like Thursday practice happened and I was like, oh, oh shit. And I even tried to like play it off. Like it's just practice. Like, you know, it's not like a real thing. And holy shit, they were fast as hell in qualifying too. They were. The car, the Ferrari car looked good. Yeah. It's, I mean, I really feel like they're figuring some things out and also clearly whatever issues they were having, like Monaco was kind to those issues. Yes. Yeah. Which is all good. But I also feel like, I mean, there's nothing but upside here as far as the car is concerned in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. I mean, Monaco, like you said, Monaco is so unique that this isn't necessarily like something that'll be replicable over the season but it's definitely an upside and like they were really competitive like really really competitive oh absolutely more competitive than the mercedes i think if you just looked at it outright well yeah we'll get to them but yes i agree even without all of the crazy bullshit it looked like a more competitive car on the track than mercedes to be quite honest i mean other than max it was probably the most most competitive car in the field like oh Sergio. easily and at the tail end when max was you know probably trying to just make sure that he didn't put it into a wall because it was his to lose for the last few laps mm-hmm. i mean signs ended up breathing down his neck because signs played some catch up and charged on him and so max then had to push it a little bit yeah at the end. there were two different runs where uh signs i think one was in like the lap 40s like signs came from eight seconds back to close it up and then kind of fell back a little bit and then closed it up again. Um, Yeah. And the whole time you're like, Oh, maybe I'll catch him. He's never going to realistically pass him. It's impossible to pass there. (laughs) Did you hear? It's not my, which driver said this, but did you hear the radio where they were like, okay, uh, signs, we're going to do this. And then we want you to uh, push, push, and we're going to have a go at max. And he had this tone in his response of like, uh, okay. (laughs) Like, I don't know how that's going to work, guys. I think your only goal is to hope that they drive it into a wall. I think that's what they were kind of getting at is, hey, maybe if you push him, he'll make a mistake. Yeah. I mean, Max Max made that joke on Saturday 
that he's put it into the wall at the pool. Where, mm-hmm. uh, Multiple where times, hasn't twice. he? Twice, yeah, in races. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we can we can exercise those demons at this current moment if we want to. Mm-hmm. Look- I also want to take just a moment to talk about just how amazing everything is and how life is very, very good. Oh, yeah? Is yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I understand that it's confusing coming from the Ferrari perspective, but there's this thing, uh, the driver's championship. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's this thing that they have where they track the best driver. And it turns out that Max is on top of that. And wait, you aren't even going to believe this. There's this thing called the constructors championship. <laughs> and Red Bull's on top of that one too. Isn't that crazy? Do, are we going to keep this bit all season? <laughs> we are going to keep this bit until it comes crashing down around my ears, like literally next week. Next but week for, when Mercedes like unveils whatever like Death Star <laughs> bullshit they yeah, have. Yeah, it turns out that they've been working on a twin ion engine and they're just going to go light speed the entire time. But for one week, is the next race next weekend? Yeah, next weekend. Uh, okay. No, it's two weeks from now, whatever that okay, is. Okay, so then for two weeks, Sixth. I get to gloat. And just assume that it's in the bag. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually thinking about that this week and I was like, damn, Red Bull's up. And then I was like, it's fucking race five. Like (laughs) it's race five, baby. That's all that we needed. Uh, This isn't, this is a sample size of uh, the N is five and that's good enough for me until next weekend or two weeks from now. (laughs) I mean, but I mean, joking aside and kind of joking about it race five this is the first time mercedes has trailed since like the german grand prix of 2018 that's what they said 2018 was the last time that mercedes was not leading the constructors championship or tied because it was at zero and the season was starting yeah and that that race is fun because sebastian vettel put it into a wall by himself to basically give it away he was leading the race and crashed by himself (laughs) and little did he know the era that he had ushered in yeah, he, he brought hell. But I do want to say, all bullshit aside, it was nice to see that Red Bull executed some strategy that went better than other people's. Uh, Perez's strategy. Perez's strategy was phenomenal. Yeah. He had the biggest upside of any of the drivers as far as places gained. Even Seb? Oh, wait, yeah. where did Seb start? No, Perez started behind Seb, yep. so it was better. Yeah. I think Seb's, you, you've got to like kind of account for Seb since it's Seb. So, well, and, and also he's in the Aston Martin. Correct. It's, it's not a great car, although they had a great weekend. Stroll also jumped from 13th. Credit where credit's due. Aston Martin, as much as I like to shit on that team, they had a great weekend. They had a great this weekend. Was a, this was a phenomenal result for them. And like nothing really has to do, other than qualifying, None of this has to do with car pace. It's like straight up strategy. Yeah, because as you were saying, pretty much wherever you started, you finished. There you were, unless you wreck or you do something clever with your tire strategy. So yeah, yeah. Like, you know, maybe maybe a drive shaft hub fails on the warm-up lap. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's a thing. May or maybe uh one of your wheels gets stuck. <laughs> My God, that poor dude. That's the most cursed bullshit. It, that is, that was a curse. That wheel is, that wheel's still in the car. 
Yeah, I believe it. Like, as we speak right now, they still haven't gotten it off. They've probably got a welding torch or a cutting torch yeah. out there, and they're just going to cut the drive shaft in half and pull it off. And getting a <laughs> whole new wheel hub, my man. Like, that, it's a curse. There's, there's no way that happens to anyone else on this race at that time. Like, think about, we've talked about Botas, not great in a race, but this is the one race where the only thing that matters is how fast you qualify. Mm-hmm. He got a podium. He locked had up. it in the bag. If anything, he could have pushed Max the whole day, and maybe Max makes a mistake. Right. And so what happened was the Formula One gods decided to shit on him completely. They're like, you know, you could have some good in this final season you have in the Mercedes, or absolutely go fuck yourself, my man. You're not getting <laughs> shit. This wheel's not coming off. Oh my god, the noise it made the first time they tried to take it off. I was like, it like perked my ears up. I was like, <gasps> and then they did it like clips. three more times and I was like, oh my god, it's not going to come off. The slow-mo clips. It looks like my daughter is playing with glitter of like the metal shards mm-hmm. getting machined Just off. shooting out of it. <laughs> god. As someone who's like stripped a screw before, like <laughs> that look on the the gun operator's face after he tries it like the eighth time or uh, not his face he's wearing a helmet but that like shaking his head and, and he looking at the gun hand like, on his face and i was like oh no <laughs> that's like coming off is it and i was like okay they'll hammer it off and i'm like that it's not it's not coming off and they just back yeah, the i was card. like bullshit they're gonna hammer it off i don't know what sort of magic causes those wheels to stay on i assume that there's gorilla glue involved but that shit's not coming off. They've probably got some special designed hammer that's like, if you hit it right here, like three times and say, you know, five magic words, it falls off. Yeah. There's a German word that you have to say that doesn't have an English yeah. translation that causes the wheel to just fall off. Mercedes for everything. Like you would think they have a plan for that, but. You would especially think that they have a plan for that. Cause I feel like that's not the first time I've seen that happen with their car in the very brief time that I've been watching formula one. Yeah. Haven't I seen one of their wheels get stuck I on think, before? I think it happened to Botas last time too. Yeah. Oh, Russell. Russell got screwed last Russell. year. Russell. That's what it was. Yeah. So I'm just saying, maybe design flaw. You know, that stinks, but at least they checked most of the parts to make sure that they weren't broken. Yeah. <laughs> so Well, I I won't dwell too much on Red Bull. I am delighted. I, you should be delighted. Of course I'm delighted that Max won. I also love that things worked out well for Sergio because his qualifying was not amazing. Now, a lot of people might have been able to put up higher qualifying numbers if somebody had just gotten his car to the end of the track. <laughs> hey, you know what? I thought I actually thought for a second he'd pulled the strategic crash. I was like, you... And then I saw but the crash. But then you watch like, it and then you're like, like no, oh, that- that's actually a dangerous crash. <laughs> I, I made a mistake. Yeah, I, I watched the replay and I was like, oh, he would probably had a little bit of pee come out when that happened. They asked Max about it and he's like, nope, done it twice. Like, that, it happens. <laughs> he's like, yep, like, that's where you do that. <laughs> yeah, because he took that front wheel the hell off. <laughs> yeah, it was real did. messy. It, when, the, when the wheels are like pointing at each other, I'm not a, I'm not a car expert. They should be going the same they direction. They should go in the same direction. Yeah, it's preferred. Even when they're turning, they should both turn in the same direction. Yeah pretty close at least right yeah so um i i don't know if you've heard what finally ended it his car right 
I so, I feel like I've gotten some mixed reports, and I wanted to hear your official. They, we have the official one today. They released it this evening or evening Italian time. Give it to me. So the gearbox, right? So we were all sweating the. Well, you weren't sweating. All I wasn't Ferrari, sweating. I couldn't give a shit about their gearbox. Ferrari people were sweating the gearbox, and they checked it out, and it's all good. They check it out before the race, all good. The left drive shaft hub. So there's a hub on, on the the left side drive shaft. So away from where the accident happened. That split open on that opening lap. They didn't identify that crack because it wasn't in the checklist of things to check for that type of accident. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I bet that's on the checklist now. Oh, I bet so. And so I bet somebody had to rewrite their checklist. And you want to know the other shitty part is they can't replace anything that's not identified as broken. That's why they didn't change any parts and they didn't have to give up that first position you can only change broken stuff once you go into park for may after qualifying so uh yeah they were they just got all greedy is what you're telling me they got greedy no they they, they didn't see the broken thing they, because it wasn't on their checklist well that may be it but even if they looked i think it was a hairline crack i don't know if they'd picked it up and so like they could have replaced the part that broke i think without penalty oh okay well but Still, you take the penalty, right? At least you're racing. No, but they could have done it with, even if they replaced it. They could have replaced that piece that broke without penalty because the gearbox and the engine were fine, which are the penalty. You can replace like all the aerodynamics and crap and suspension that broke without any kind of position penalty. So, like, basically, the team just kind of fucked up. They just screwed the pooch. Yeah, if they'd replaced that piece of drive shaft, I, I don't. As far as I know from the regulations, I don't think they would have been penalized for it. So basically, Leclerc could have had to rebuilt that drive shaft and uh, still had first place to start. Here's the, the here's the thing. Obviously, uh, as part of the bit for our show, I love to uh, shit on Ferrari while I can because I know in the future that will not always be the case. I actually, I actually do like Ferrari and <laughs> really and I really like Leclerc and I felt so bad for him. Did you like, see? It's all- heartbreaking. It's his home. Did you see them cut into his face too? Oh, and when they made him like, they're like, talk to us about how disappointing this is. And I'm like, don't do that to him. Why were you like this? He handled it pretty well. He's like, well, he handled it, it like it a just pro. I would have told them to go fuck themselves. I know. But they kept cutting to him and it was like thousand yard stare, thousand yard stare, mm. thousand yard stare. As he's watching his teammate uh, experiencing the same success with the car that they had been experiencing in practice and qualifying. And so then he just knows, oh, I would have won this race. Well, yeah, because like you said, I had the pole and the car was clearly competitive. Well, and the start, right? I mean, you saw. Yeah, that start was pretty wild. (laughs) Max had to dive over to stop Botas. And And nearly caused that that elusive Mercedes and Red Bull wreck on the first corner that we're waiting for. And like Leclerc, right? He would have started up in front of Max. So Max could have tried to cut him. But Leclerc was at home on pole. Like, that shit was not going to happen. No, Max, no. that would... Max could have tried all that stuff he's tried on Lewis this year, and Leclerc would have either, like, gotten the position or taken them both into the wall. There was zero chance well, that was going to happen. I don't happen. even think it would have been that close. He would have... Like, he Max would not it. have been able to get get no. up there to where to even make it no. a situation. My bigger concern would have been with the wheel spin that Max got on that start and not being able to dive across and just cut bought us off because, because another car was there, there. he yeah. might have ended up in third right yeah that's actually a good point so i think that 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 it was all uh 
coming up roses for Red Bull there. Oh, Max had a hell of a day. And I think, like, listening to Max's, like, interviews and stuff after qualifying, like, he saw how bad Hamilton was off. He, like, he, he was, I guess irritated he wasn't first but like not the normal way you would expect max to like he was like right. i'll just get second and still kick the shit out of like lewis this weekend yeah. like he was really level-headed about it for like max for max i feel like he okay here's a question is he maturing he seemed surprisingly level-headed about a lot of stuff this weekend i think it's easy i a feel lot like of, in the past would have pissed him off more a lot of stuff was really going his way and so he was just not going to complain. <laughs> and I, I, and I, yeah, I mean, I think the championship, like the context of what this is, like even if he had come in second, he's still at tied. He would have really made huge cl- strides yeah, towards right. the championship. So like, I, I don't think there was any chance that if Leclerc starts that race, Max does anything that he did in the first four races with Lewis. Like, I think he just gives Leclerc the room because a, I don't think he would have gotten there. Like you said, and B, Leclerc didn't have shit to lose for the championship. Like he's not. Oh yeah, it. no, he's going balls to the wall. Yeah, like you try just to win the- at home. It does. It, the rest of the season doesn't matter at that point. Yeah, right. That's the that's the feather in your cap for the rest that of the may season. Not, yeah, I mean that. I mean, he's already got like you know all kinds of awards and ambassador for the city, like in the country, or, or I guess it's. Oh, uh, he would have been a god walking yeah. the streets. Yeah, that I mean, sucks for him. Yeah, hopefully he'll get one. I mean, he's never finished. Yeah, yeah he's got. He's young. He's gonna be around. Yeah. The. Last the last Ferrari pole sitter that didn't start the race after winning pole was Michael Schumacher in 1996. So I made a joke that start the four year countdown because mm-hmm. we're about to get four years from now. Leclerc is about to go on some like hellacious streak. <laughs> Should we talk about the rest of uh, the misadventures of Mercedes Benz? Yes, they are. So we've talked about uh, the wheel with Bottas, who had a good weekend. Otherwise. But also, they made bad strategy. They just fucked the whole weekend. Like, and boy, howdy, was Hamilton real happy about it? Did like between Saturday and Sunday, there were like he there was an interview that he basically said he's not going to air it out publicly, but there's going to be a lot of like harsh words or you know tough talk or whatever behind the scenes because they know where they've made mistakes and why they're not doing good enough this weekend. Like he. And that was before the race, he said yes. that? <laughs> yeah. And Toto said some like harsh stuff Saturday and Sunday. Like, I, this was one bad Monday at the office for like most of yes. the team. No, that, I imagine that that was a very unpleasant debriefing. Oh, yeah. And a much more unpleasant uh, Monday morning meeting. Yeah. That strategy, like Hamilton's car was never right for whatever reason they couldn't and they've struggled this year with the tire temperatures and getting them into the zone but they were never quite comfortable he was never competitive in qualifying no. like there was I mean, no he like, was, and he was struggling to like even approach gasly yeah i, I a lot mean, of the time i mean i know it's hard to pass it's, but still, it's like, impossible sometimes he was even dropping back yeah, and so it's hard to tell, you know, on those little one lap to lap drops, like are they charging battery, are they doing this? But yeah, he wasn't harassing him by any means. No. And, and we've seen Lewis Lewis be able to follow another car and just harass him. Like they weren't good. He kind of checked out on the radio and they kind of made the joke that it's like sounds like he's pretty much done with the weekend. Like he mm-hmm. was like, Yeah, sure, whatever, we'll come in and pit and do the fastest lap. But like he pretty much mentally had checked out before that. And yeah. uh 
their strategy was god-awful, right? They tried to undercut and ended up getting like massively overcut by Vettel and then Perez. Yeah. And didn't even actually successfully undercut Gasly. No. No, they lost that. They never actually got ahead of him, did they? Well, Well, I guess they they did before he pit. They were they were behind him and they stayed behind him. So yeah, it just never worked. Right. They I mean everything was awful about their weekend. Our boy uh our boy Lando had himself another banner day. Yeah. It's hard not to like that small child in that orange car. I mean, yeah. I still don't think that they should allow him to drive. <laughs> it seems unsafe, him being eight years old and all, but you gotta be happy for him. Yeah, no, I mean good job uh, him and it's like one of those things, like don't fuck up, and like you got a podium out of it, right? Mm-hmm. And he did have to, you know, mind his p's and q's because Sergio was pressing him for the last like eight laps. Yeah. But like you say, it's so long as you don't let that rattle you and fuck you up, he's not I, actually going to get around you. Yeah. Like you know, Daniel Ricardo won a few years ago, and I think they said he was down twenty five percent power and still won the race. Like. Yes, you, I remember that. You can get. I, I saw the uh, drive to survive on that. Oh yeah, you can like survive that race with a lot less than a full. Like if Leclerc had just lost a gear, he probably still could have won the race. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no fourth gear. Like it doesn't matter. Like just it's fine. Going. We'll just we won't have that one. <laughs> I think I think though. But back to Lando, we can even qualify that he had a good weekend because his teammate sucked out loud. Yes, Ricardo was bad all weekend. He was bad all weekend. This was not. Not good for him. I don't really know what's going on because he was like, yeah, I feel comfortable in the car. And then you look up and it's like P16 and you're like, what the hell? He's still chasing that Red Bull dragon, man. I guess. I mean, he's never been the the same. It's never been the same. He's been good in the Renault. He was good in the Renault. He was okay in the Renault. Well, he was good in the Renault in the sense that he got as much out of that car as was going to be gotten out yeah, of it. He got some podium. He got a podium or two at the end of last year. Like, yeah, he got as much as he could. He's getting nothing out of the McLaren. Yeah. His teammates getting a lot out of the McLaren. His teammates getting and that's not great because that means that the car has something to give. Yeah, yeah, and he's not showing any of it. And oh baby, the powder blue. That's it a did sexy look pretty. car. Yeah, it was God, pretty. that's a good-looking car. Yeah, it was pretty. Can we get can we petition them to bring that back forever? I mean, we could. They don't have to listen to us. but <laughs> I, I assure you they won't. <laughs> Let's tell them about our tens of listeners. Yes, all of them. Uh, all the listeners <laughs> say, actually, we should keep that. Yeah, we'll run a poll and then we'll juice the numbers. <laughs> I want to flip through some of these other teams. We don't have to linger on some of this shit. Like you're mentioning in our show notes here that you don't remember anything about Alpine. And I am here to tell you that I also don't remember anything about I remember Alpine. thinking Alonzo was bad in qualifying. Mm-hmm. And that was all I really remember. And I'm looking, and he was bad in qualifying and kind of bad in the race. Oh, well, all I'm here to say is that Ocon got passed by Stroll. And I'm not going to assign anything to that. You make of that what you will. And I'm just going to move on How? to Alpha Tori. Oh, but I think I think Stroll did that on the the Aston Martin super strategy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Alpha Tori, Gasly, good, good, good weekend for Gasly. Bad weekend for Tsunoda. Tsunoda's real bad. I think. I think maybe <laughs> it I turns think, out maybe maybe Tsunoda's terrible. He had one magnificent weekend, and it was the first weekend he ever did this shit, and has never repeated it. <laughs> I still love him. 
I still want good things to happen. There's something about being an angry little Japanese man that just makes me so happy. I want him out there. He, we need that personality. By like race eight, though, we might have broken that spirit. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. And also by like race nine, he may be back down in F2 or something. <laughs> Red Bull's like, we're swapping you out of the entire series. Um, Great weekend for Vettel. Yeah, uh, fantastic and for, for Vettel. Stroll. Vettel Wonderful. was fast in qualifying. Yeah, Vettel, Vettel had a great... I mean, I guess he had something in his eye at some point. He was... Yeah, that was funny. Bleeding from the eyes or something, but, that, you know, yeah. he got through that. Good weekend for Aston Martin. Best, they probably... They, I mean, Red Bull's strategy was good. I think Aston Martin's was better because they created points out of Stroll out of 13. <laughs> if you can create points out of Stroll, period. He never looked good all weekend and then suddenly... Even if Stroll had started in 8th, it would have been it would have been remarkable to say that they got points out of Stroll. Well done, guys. You kept him out of the wall. <laughs> you like... kept him from... You saved him from himself. Uh, <laughs> Alfa Romeo got themselves a point. Yay. Yay. They got into Q3. Giovinazzi got into Q3. I know. That's really something. Ferrari was on some like hyped up shit this weekend. Yeah, you gotta get them one of them Ferrari engines for Monaco. That's really yeah. the secret. Uh and then Williams and Haas were Williams and Haas. Yeah, Haas didn't do anything super dramatic in the race, which is big for them. I mean, uh Mick like obliterated the car. My favorite thing from Haas was when they the only like aggressive things they did the entire race were to bump into each other. That's a very <laughs> That's an extremely Haas move. That which that should just be called pulling a Haas at this point, which it is, which is specifically not two drivers on the same team bumping into each other. That's that's a classically Red Bull thing, as I understand. But <laughs> uh, to do it when you're battling for nineteenth and twentieth is a very Haas thing to do. Look, man, just let it, nobody crash into a leader. Yeah, on like a blue guys, flag. we're not going to get any points, and we can't afford another car. Can you just? You guys decide which one of you is 19th and which one's 20th, and let's all just move on with our lives. Nobody crashed into a leader that when they were getting blue flagged. So given Monaco and all that, that's a massive <laughs> improvement for especially Nikita. And uh, uh-huh. and his uh, not understanding of the blue flags. Because holy shit, lap 35. Could you imagine Max coming around and like Mazepin just plowing into him? <laughs> But like from a diff, like he took a wrong turn and he's coming in <laughs> off of a different street and just debones him. <laughs> like, uh, sorry, I ended up over. I was actually in France proper. <laughs> Science wins because like the two cars and three cars in front of him have, are have exited the race for the dumbest reasons imaginable. <laughs> okay, so I want to hear your driver of the week. Driver of the week. I'm gonna say Vettel. Oh, I'm going to say Vettel, too. He sucks so bad. He came in fifth. I feel really good for him. He I, clearly loves Monaco. This yeah. course is his jam, right? Yeah, I wonder if it's, you know, because he's pretty precise and and some of the other features of the car, you know, having to really rag it out on long, you know, sweeping turns and stuff. None of that exists here. And he settled in like good for him because he was having one shitty year and I really worried about just him in I'm gonna, general, but I'm going to change my answer. Okay. Like, don't get me wrong. Like my knee jerk reaction is to save Vettel, And he did win the vote for the driver of the week. Mm-hmm. The little yeah poll, poll that they do. I'm actually going to say signs. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. He was in a competitive car. He qualified well. So he was already starting right up in it. But there's something to be said for, like, the team's back was against the wall. Mm -hmm. And so he put Ferrari on his back. And what he did was not fuck it up. Yeah. He drove a perfect race. He sort of pressured Max. Like, I'm not going to say, like, really pressured. No, I would say he totally did. But that's better than anybody else has pressured Max or Lewis all year. Yeah. It was a great race. I feel great for him. And, like... And I love... That he was still a little pissed at the end of it, too. Because <laughs> he was still mad about qualifying. Oh, yeah. He was still spicy about qualifying as he's standing on the podium in second place in Monaco. I know. It, it's funny because I was laughing about that. Like, everybody, of course, thinks they would have had pole there. Right? Max was like, oh, yeah, it's obviously on a hot lap. Botas is like, yeah, I was going to obviously be in first. And Sainz was saying the same exact thing. It was, it was mm-hmm. really funny. Leclerc's first lap, like, that was one of the, was fucking fast. Like, he was two tenths up on everybody. But Max was 100% convinced that it was him. You could could put Max in a car right now in the rain and be like, yeah, I could get pulled. Admittedly, at the time of Leclerc's crash, he had put together purple on the first two segments. Is he purple on both or purple and green, I think? Uh, was he only on one of them? Yeah, but still, he 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 was up. He but was that, running hot. That third one, that third sector, caught everybody because Leclerc's fast lap was like purple, green, yellow, or something like that, or yellow, or green, purple, yellow, something like that. He was slower in the third sector on the fast lap, the one he didn't gotcha. crash out on. So like, the track's a little weird in that sense. Like, I just thought it was funny. They were all like, dang certain they were gonna get it, and I was like, yeah, I mean. For sure, they were all going quickly. Leclerc was still two tenths up. That's like more than they're from second to sixth at that, at that point in time. <laughs> I don't know what the, he was on like some shit. Like that's probably why he hit the wall. He was in another stratosphere of uh, adrenaline. He was too into it. Okay, so I want to introduce a new segment here. Uh-oh. And it's not a new segment. It's something we actually already did once, but I want to keep doing it. <laughs> So I want to bring in a regular segment uh, that I'm going to call Ephanon, where we are going (laughs) to look at the events of this past week and develop, to continue to develop our uh, intricate level of conspiracy theories regarding what is going on behind the scenes between these teams. Okay. I think that we started this with... Is this where we start with Russell hitting Botas on purpose? Yes. It started on instruction. With, yes, on instruction, uh possibly from Mercedes. So that Lewis So could that pit, Hamilton could get could pit get after, a new wing and get back around. Yeah. Exactly. That's where it started. So what are our theories about this weekend? Because the you know, like the one D chess is that Leclerc red flagged it so that he could secure the pole position. Which has happened at least twice at Monaco. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's totally a thing that's too obvious, right? What's the next level deep from that? Who made Leclerc do that? Is, is Red Bull or Red Bull and, and... I actually think Red Bull did. Are Red Bull and Ferrari colluding to bring down Lewis Hamilton? That's force him exactly into retirement? what's happening. Red Bull... And Ferrari are colluding and agreed upon for an unknown sum of money. Uh, they agreed to wreck Leclerc 
and then scratch his car. There's nothing wrong with that car. He was pretending the whole time. <laughs> he was real sad for pretend. <laughs> this way, Max could then secure the lead in the driver's championship in the effort to unseat Lewis Hamilton. Are they trying to break him from the inside, right? That's yes, the most exactly. powerful competitor. We'll break him. We can sort it we out will, next year. We will, by our powers combined, we can bring down Mercedes. Let's let's get let's get a little bit more into it. Botas okay. knows he's on the way out next year. Oh my god. He's in on it. He messed up that gun before he got in the car. No, he put chewing gum inside the wheel hub. Yeah. So that it would strip. Definitely. He's in on it too. Signs is just happy. Next thing you know, Russell takes his position and Checo gets booted. Bottas is in the second seat at Red Bull. Boom. Man, he would be so good just getting his ass kicked by Max every week. <laughs> it, would, it really would be the same thing. Yeah, but he's used to it at least. It would be a different person kicking the hell out of him. And at least it's Max true. would be kind of rude about it. Hamilton's just like... <laughs> Hamilton is gratingly nice about it. Yeah, he's like humble. Like, oh, you did a great job this week. And Max would be like, stomped your ass, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay so that is our uh edition this week's edition of Ephanon. um so let's go to which driver said this okay <clears throat> now this one's more of a this is a this is the longest one that we've ever had here because it's a full-blown conversation there there was a lot of stuff on the radio that was fun this week but it was all entirely too obvious who was saying things like uh, obviously, a lot of swearing about Leclerc's crash, which could have come from literally any driver because they were all furious about losing the pole position. And if you say no five times, it's the gearbox. I'll know which one that yes, one is. Yes, that one was too, too obvious as well. But this one really leapt out to me because it was just such a funny exchange. This is between the, the engineer and the driver. And the first part is... Driver default Charlie 85 when you can. Driver default C85 when you can. That's on the MFA rotary to 10 o'clock position. And then the driver says, I cannot do it. I cannot do it. Copy that. If you can, move MFA to position C and then select 85 on the dash. Repeat number again. Which number? 85. 85. I cannot do it, man. You are having a fucking laugh. I'm in Monaco. <laughs> uh, who's the dumbest driver on the field? Uh, Latifi. Oh, you you started off correct. The dumbest driver on the field. It was Mazepin. Oh, shit. I can't <laughs> do the thing you're asking. <laughs> but he was genuinely... You have to watch it in context. Because he is genuinely barreling around all of the hairpins in Monaco, and they are giving him this long list of instructions. Like, it was the one time where I was like, I'm kind of with Mazepin here, man. You guys are firing a lot of information at him, and he's got a lot on his mind. Like, of all people to ask to do that, I'd just be like, don't, just get it back You know back what, around. just leave it, it's fine. It's It doesn't matter, like... Yeah, C85 was what gonna, what was going to get him up into the points. Yeah, like, <laughs> just go ahead and set him on fuel efficient when you send him out for the day and be like, buddy, you don't have to touch anything. <laughs> We've got you on EcoBoost, my man. <laughs> it's on start-stop, so don't stop. Like, it'll turn off. <laughs> it'll turn off. <laughs> His car goes down to two cylinders whenever oh. he gets under 20 miles an hour. 
<laughs> cylinder deactivation. We're going to actually turn them off on that back section because that hairpin's a bitch. And we're not sure you need all the power. <laughs> Look, Leclerc bend it there. We know you'll hit it. So we're going to turn the power down for you. <laughs> Uh, in fact, your, yours has actually gone out with the electric motor only. <laughs> <laughs> it's quiet. It's just dead quiet. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. Which driver said this? Now, I do have an under investigation for this week. That is a genuine question. And let me pull my phone back out because it was confusing enough that I had to write it down. Because I was not aware of this and I needed explained to me. At some point, the announcers mentioned that Tsunoda, for all of his bullshit this weekend, for a long stretch of this race, had the fastest lap. Mm -hmm. In fact, for the entire race until Hamilton pitted near the end to set the fastest lap. And obliterated Tsunoda's time. <laughs> yeah. Well, because Tsunoda said it on like the third lap and then nobody ever really? touched okay. it again, which is crazy. It was I sitting there for a really long time. I saw it flash on the screen. I was like, that's got to be a typo. But then they mentioned that he won't get a point in the driver's championship for the fastest lap because he's not in the top 10. Mm -hmm. So my question for under investigation is, what the fuck? Yeah, no one gets that point. It just becomes the phantom point. Why? I really don't know. I think to keep the end runners from all just like stopping repeatedly to get a point, they make sure you have Why to Why would you want to stop that? That would be massively entertaining. <laughs> the last like 15 laps is like everybody's down like 12 laps because they're just stopping to try to get one point. There, it would be like the last like two minutes of a basketball game where people call timeout every seven seconds. Like, it would just stretch it out and make it take forever. But, like, fuck you. Let them have a point if they've earned it. I think, I think, think about the chaos of, like, the end of Q1 when all the shitty cars are, like, trying to set times and it turns into hell. Maybe you're now, misunderstanding where I'm coming from here, Sean, but chaos is what I am looking for. Yeah, now imagine Mazepin going for the fastest lap when, like, yes. Max is trying to win the race. Yes! <laughs> Why would we not be doing this? You got a you got a Williams out of nowhere trying to go like way faster than it should be, while the leader's just you know trying to like bring it home and getting you obliterated. You have yet to say anything that doesn't delight me. That is not putting a huge grin on my face. The entire Mercedes like Death Star has been focused on this perfect race and its master like engineering and, and then strategy. You've got these Yahoos in the back that are just doing wheelies and stuff, only to get fucking nuked by Latifi. <laughs> <laughs> second to last lap why would you not do that oh it's so infuriating that that's not a thing <laughs> just picturing a williams like a bat out of hell right now mercedes right into the tail end of bottas as he's trying to protect hamilton's win it would never be hamilton it would always be bottas it would always be bottas who would just get taken out by mick schumacher on a hot lap <laughs> It would still be slower than whatever Lewis just did. Yeah. He's trying to set the fastest lap. It's nothing, but he still takes out the other Mercedes. I'm on to something here is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. So where, where, what else do we have going on in the world? 
Everybody's mad about wings. What what about the wings? They're mad that they have wings? That there's bendy wings. Oh, that Red Bull's wings. Give oh, you not wings. just Red Bull, my man. <laughs> oh, everybody's bendy wings. Everybody's doing the bendy wings. So at least right now we know Red Bull's doing a bendy wing. Ferrari sure. said, yeah, we're doing it because it's we think it's in the rules. Good. Alpha's See? doing Look, it. No, whoa, 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 wait. That plays right into Ephanon. Uh, yeah. They're all Red they're Bull sharing and Ferrari are colluding. Yeah. Yeah, Ferrari just straight up, they were like said something and like didn't even bother to like it wasn't even a question. Maria Bonotto was like, Yeah, we're using the bendy wing. Like, we think it's in the rules, so we're gonna do it. It passes the test. Bendy wings, baby. Alpha's doing it. I think Alpine might be doing it. Ferrari claims it it's making like no time. They're like, it, sure, take it away. It doesn't matter. Like <laughs> um, uh, Red Red Bull will suddenly be three seconds slower a lap. <laughs> well, yeah, that's how this bullshit works with uh with Mercedes. But yeah, so you know, the big fight right now is I guess they issued the clarification, but they have until like the French Grand Prix at the end of June to comply with these new tests. And uh Mercedes obviously pissed off, I think maybe by this weekend, but is saying like they're going to launch protests if it's not dealt with now. Cause Baku where they're going this next week in Azerbaijan is really like, it's got, it's a street circuit like Monaco, but it's got an insanely long front straight. So like this mm-hmm. bendy wing will be super useful there. <laughs> um, and so Mercedes is threatening to launch protests. McLaren is, but they are, they protest everything. Um, if they get a chance to, so, sure. um, anything to keep in the headlines. Oh yeah, I mean Zach Brown is is uh, auditioning to be Horn- the second Christian Horner as far as shit talking on camera. But and I am here for it. I am a hundred percent here for it. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so yeah, it's just everybody's fighting. Over I will it. never be. I will never not be delighted by the fact that M- McLaren's uh, team manager has the most American accent. He is the most American person. He's the most American person. <laughs> and Otmar Schaffschnauer. <laughs> Otmar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually a guy from Pennsylvania. Like, what the hell? <laughs> what? That can't be right. I'm like ex- expecting a Turkish guy or something. Nope. Yeah, so, I don't know. Everybody's threatening to protest everybody else's race. And even Christian Horner said that if Total Wolf protests the race, he's going to protest Mercedes' bendy front, front wing. So, everybody's threatening Okay, everybody. wait. So, Red Bull's wi- bendy wings are the back wings? Yes. So, oh, I uh, thought it was the front wings. No, essentially what's happening on the back wing is it looks like that the the two end plates on the right and the left are basically like rotating opposite of each other at speed. And so like it's giving this net effect of the wing bending back. But if you applied a, a, a uniform load to the back wing, you won't get it to do that. So that's how they're passing the test. But at, at speed, that's you get just this, good engineering. It's pretty damn clever to be quite honest. Um, and obviously Ferrari saw it. Whoever did it first, somebody saw it and was like, okay, we're going to copy that. Um, We are doing that. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great idea. And so, you know, I do kind of feel for Red Bull and, and, you know, Ferrari's statement too is like, yeah, we think it's in compliance. We passed the test. You made the test and they've been there for, you know, three years and and we pass them. It's hard to argue I feel like Ferrari's uh, stance here is the correct one to take is to straight up say yeah we're doing that yeah you you didn't say we can't we're passing the test you said we had to pass yeah we are completely within the rules yeah so uh there's new rules i mean sometimes that's why in f1 it's hard to say it's cheating they just issue technical clarifications to say like what you're doing is not what we intended you to do so here's what so we, we would like that. you to stop 
Yeah. But uh, so that's what this is. So the fight is, is over how long they get to do it. I think McLaren and Mercedes are mad that they'll get to do it for the next few races rather than stop immediately. We'll see what happens, but that's the big controversy at the moment. Good to know. Well, I love my bendy wings is all I'm saying. I love my thick bendy wings. If they're helping, let's do it. We're both on the same side in this one. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are uh, We're together. strangely united. It's all, this is all Ephanon. Actually, our podcast is part of Ephanon at this point. Yes. Since we are Red Bull and Ferrari. Yeah. All right. Where are we heading next? We're heading to Baku. Yeah. Azerbaijan. Excellent. It's a a really cool race. It's pretty. This is another one that I didn't get to see last year, right? No, you didn't see it last year. See, I'm, I'm all about that. Are we going to Canada at some point or did they call that one off? Uh, They called it off this year. Canada. And they called off. off Australia. Yeah, and Canada called off Canada. Okay. They're obviously not going to call off the U.S. because we do anything now. We're great. Well, we have a lot of vaccinations, so I think they're probably actually cool coming here. Yeah. We also need to show the people of Austin how cars should go around the track. Yeah, and I'm still working out possibly going to that race. So. I think oh, same over here. So it's uh, it, It'll be exciting. Very cool. Well, then we will see y'all again in two weeks after Baku. So have a good two weeks without us. While you're waiting, feel free to go on to iTunes or Google Podcasts and leave a review. Uh, Give us that five-star rating that you know you want to. You can follow us on Twitter at FNG1Pod. I am at DefNotChuck. And Sean is at Sean underscore leg with two Gs. Uh, thank you to Chris King for our theme music. The track is Cat Mountain Drive off of the album Gold Pulls. Go find him on Twitter. He's at Artificial Chris. Go download everything that he has because it is fantastic music. Uh, thank you to RCB05 for our album art. It looks much, much better than the various things that we had in its <laughs> place before this. Uh, so that is excellent. And until then... We will see y'all later. That's I, a bad that's a bad outro. That doesn't make sense. Until then we will see y'all later. No. I don't bye like that. everyone. Goodbye everyone. Bye guys. Bye. Alright. <laughs> that was fun. I think that's gonna be funny as hell. If it makes sense to anyone who's listening. <laughs>